what's up? So, yeah. That was I'm Falling by the Cosmat Angels. I'm not sure the album. Uh, I know that song from the movie Real Genius, the old Val Kilmer movie from the 80s. So, yeah, I don't know the album. I got it off the soundtrack. So, uh, I guess I'll find out the album name for you guys. Uh, I'll put it in the description of this podcast. But I don't know what it is. Never really cared. But anyway, just chilling right now. Um, let's see what what life happened since the last time I talked to you, motherfuckers. Uh, nothing crazy. Let's see. I went down to. Um, I don't know if I said it last time. I went to another detail garage shop, one of those chemical guy shops uh, in Concord. Um, cause there's two, there's two relatively close to me, San Jose and Concord. Uh, I went to the one in Concord. It's kind of closer, I guess. It's a little bit easier to drive on the way home, but it's still an hour. Um, yeah, I went down there. They opened about a month ago or two months ago, March, March. So they opened in March, early, mid-March, 2019. Uh, I found out about them. I think I told you guys when I went down to the one in SoCal, they told me they had one in Concord. So that's how I found out about it. I didn't really see it. It didn't really pop up on the locations when I look on the Chemical Guys website or the Detail Garage website. Uh, I guess the location didn't pop up on me. Um, I usually just see the San Jose one. Anyway, I went down there. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, normal. If you If you guys know what Detail Garage is, if you've ever been there, you know about chemical guys, car detailing products, then you know what a detail garage is. It's this typical store. Um, every time I see one online, the pictures online, they all look the same. It's a franchise, man. It's it's a, it's just like the uh, McDonald's or Taco Bell of car detailing. They're all pretty much the same, just independently owned, I think. Um, but yeah, same thing as the one I went to in SoCal. Same as all the ones I've seen online. Uh, I really like those stores, like I told you before. Uh, you could really, you know, get to look at the products and stuff that you see online. You don't really get to usually do that online unless it's a really big store, like, you know, whatever big store has an online store, like REI or something like that, pretty much everywhere. But sometimes car places or car car products like that, um, they're usually, like, just online. They might only sell them at their flagship stores, but it's cool to have products like that, Able to have their full online um, inventory in a physical store because they have a lot of products. That's the thing. They have a lot of stuff, uh, and it's their own. Usually when companies sell their own stuff online, uh, you don't really, you don't really get a physical store for them. Uh, but it's cool. It's cool to see their, their shit in person. Uh, but, yeah, I went to the one in Concord. Uh, I think the two people I saw that were working there. I know I'm, I'm like 90% sure the dude that works there, he's a independent owner or whatever, whatever. I don't know what the hell you call for franchises, but, um, they're both, uh, veterans. I think they both said they're both ex air force. I don't know if they both own it together. It was a, it was a dude and a female, um, black dude, I'm guessing. 
black dude with a beard. Um, some female. Uh, I don't know if they both own it together or if it's just his. But yeah, they said that. Um, I think. I don't know if it's a normal thing because I think it's, since it's a franchise and they're independently owned, they get to choose. But they give a military discount, so it's cool. One of the when I was, when I walked in, some other guy was at the checkout and they were talking about the military discount. So I was like, okay, cool, that's good. Pretty cool, pretty cool. It's not really a thing you uh, in the Bay Area. It's not a thing that you usually experience too often, I guess. Because uh, you know they don't give a shit about that in the Bay Area. I'm not, I'm not hating on them, but it's just you know it's just, it's just a demographic of people in the Bay Area. They're not, I guess, conscientious of you know veteran discounts and that whole uh, demographic of the population. They don't really, they're just not cognizant of it, I guess. But you know, you go to the Valley or something like that, Deep Valley, or um, North or South Deep Valley, you're gonna get some you know a little bit more veteran. Uh, support for the you see a lot more yellow 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 ribbons you know and support the troops all that shit it's cool I guess you know I get a discount whatever I'll take advantage of it I saw one fucking dude the other day man I was in subway this old motherfucker he's probably pushing early 60s he asked for he's like he, he asked subway like you have a military discount I was like what the fuck dude you want a military discount for a fucking sandwich you're gonna, you gonna save a dollar if they give you 10%? Man, calm the fuck down, bro. Shit. But I guess, hey, whatever, man. I, I use a military discount for a fucking haircut. Same thing, I guess. Um, but fucking, like, I wanna get a sandwich and get the fuck out of there. I'm not gonna ask for a military discount for a fucking sandwich, man. But hey, I can't hate. I do it for my haircut. The haircut I just got an hour ago, actually. Fucking, uh, it's a couple bucks off, I think. Two, three dollars. It's like two bucks off or something like that. So, I can't hate on the dude too much for the subway thing, but it's just weird. It's just a weird place to ask for a military discount. Slightly more weird than a haircut place, I guess. But hey, whatever. You take those discounts when you can get them overall, but whatever. Um,. Yeah, so I went down there, got some more products. Um, I got the clay block for the car instead of using an actual clay bar. It's an actual block, a foam block with a synthetic clay material on the bottom. It's a little bit easier to use, uh, more reusable than a, a traditional clay bar. You, I, I think you just rinse it off pretty much, and then you're good to go. It lasts a whole lot longer than an actual piece of clay. So they didn't have that at the store in SoCal. Um, I got another towel for drying, I guess. I got some more uh, some more snow foam wash, car wash. Because the one I got before was uh, a clean slate, quote unquote. That's the title of the foam wash, clean slate. It's just used to strip off old wax and old, uh, you know, uh, ceramic coating and all that shit, you know, giving you duh, a clean slate to apply new product to the car. So I had to get some regular, regular foam wash for the car so I don't strip all my wax off that I spent forever doing. Yeah, I fucking, I was going hard on the car. The last time I told you guys I was washed the car, 
I had to figure out that wax, that spray on wax, I had to figure it out because it says spray on, wait until it hazes and then, you know, buff it off. Uh, so I did that, but I, I'm guessing the car was maybe too warm when I was doing it and it really dried that motherfucker, that spray, that spray wax on. It really dried that shit on there and I waited until it hazed and I tried to buff it out, you know, it's like with a regular dry towel. It was just not, it wasn't going away, man. So what I did, I was like, okay, fine, I'll get on top of it. I'll spray it. And by the time I'm done spraying it, and then I'll, you know, rub it in there with a wet, an actual towel that I'm using for waxing, you know, get it in the paint. And then right after, by the time I'm done, I'll dry it off or I'll buff it out. So that way it doesn't have time to get too hard on there. And I can't buff it out. It keeps keeps it hazy if you wait too long. Um, did that. Took the time on that, man. That took a long time. Fuck. Hours and hours to do that. Because I was just testing it out. So I had to, you know, do it and see how it worked and all that shit. So I did it, you know, really meticulously, I guess. Um... Yeah, I got the clay bar, a towel, and some new snow foam watermelon scented wash. I'm going to test it out today, actually. Um, do a nice little maintenance rinse off, rinse off wash just to test out that, that snow foam. Because it looks really good online. Hopefully my, my cheap foam blaster. Um cannon do i have a foam cannon or foam blaster i have a foam cannon foam blaster is the one that hooks up to the water hose anyway i'm gonna see how it see how it runs in my cheap one with the air compressor or the uh power washer um it looks really good online that shit looks really thick and like it doesn't uh thin out too much and start to drip it stays on there the thick ass fucking foam so Hopefully, I can get, get a nice uh, thick foam on there, really get a nice clean on there, and just rinse it off pretty much. Um, and wait for the sun to, sun to shift a little bit from my backyard or my back alleyway or my garage is. So I'm not too much in direct sunlight, even though they, uh, they say you're not supposed to wash your car in direct sunlight, but with this shit... It should be okay. The foam is thick enough. It shouldn't leave a residue or anything. Always good reviews from Chemical Guy shit when I've seen online. So hopefully this product will be just as good for me as it is for those people online. Um, yeah, I'm just waiting for it to cool down a little bit. So it just, so I get a good, a good you know environment to wash the car in. So it's not too hot. It's nothing evaporates too quickly or anything like that. So I went for it to cool down a little bit. It's kind of breezy. Windy as fuck yesterday. It was like obnoxious and annoying. Because so I tried to open my windows and get some fresh air in the house. So I'm just not relying on the ceiling fans. But it was just knocking the fucking blinds around. And just, uh, it's just you know you know what I mean. If you have a couple windows open, it's that suction and shit. It's, it's just annoying. So I closed the fucking windows. Went outside to my buddy's house. He wanted me to help him move the couch. Went down to his house in Tracy. And he moved to Manteca about a month ago, so uh, helped him move a little sectional couch, put it in the truck, went down there, put it in. He went to go Best Buy and got a TV, 
set that up. His studs were goofy in the wall, so we had to do some fucking goddamn MacGyver scientific, you know, estimating for the studs. They had weird placement of studs. It looked like weird. It's just slightly off center, and it wasn't matching up with the holes on the on the TV mount. It was just a little bit off, and we were like, "Fuck, dude!" But anyway, we got it. Whatever. Um, chilled out with him for a little bit. Watched Fury, pizza and beer kind of night. Just chilling with the homies. Uh, but it was windy as fuck yesterday, man. It was like annoying, dude. And like, had to be at least twenty five mile an hour winds, between twenty twenty five miles an hour. It was just annoying. Dust flying. Shit, it was just really fucking annoying out of nowhere. It was like a thousand degrees the day before, and then yesterday it was, you know, goddamn monsoon or whatever. Like, fucking annoying. Anyway, I got drill this weekend. And yeah, from the text wishes I got from the squad group chat, it seems like it's going to be one of those, one of those drill weekends, man. It's going to be one of those. Like, all the fucking higher-ups there. Higher-ups that, you know, just... Oh, God. It's going to be annoying, man. And since the higher-ups are going to be there, like, high higher-ups, they're trying to get all fucking... Trying to be a hella hula and shit and give us, like... (sighs) Making us do all kinds of dumb shit. Basically, I'm hoping... I look at I look at the they they gave us a detailed schedule this time because that's how you know like they're trying to <laughs> they're trying to be really trying to be hella cool in front of these higher ups probably so they actually gave us a detailed schedule they don't do that usually it's just come to fucking drill and we're gonna do stuff you know admin shit of course but now they got this fucking full schedule they got the PDFs flying they got the PowerPoint slides flying and the emails giving us all this shit this is what we're gonna do this weekend you know like a real detailed schedule like down to the half hour and shit and I'm just like okay you guys the higher ups probably started looking at you guys and started talking like what the fuck's going on we're coming down here what do you guys got planned and so they finally had to fucking make something legit some black and white actual you know training schedule this time so I'm guessing it's happened a few times I've been in this situation I've been in long enough to know if they do this kind of shit out of nowhere that means that the higher ups are going to be there all fucking weekend and them giving us this detailed ass schedule that they usually never give us is just you know smoke and mirrors for the higher ups like oh yeah this is what we're doing we handed this schedule out to all the blah 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 this is what we do here yada 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 you know doing a fucking song and dance smoke and mirror show trying to you know fake the funk I guess which is cool I'm down you gotta do what you gotta do in these stupid government situations man but uh I'm just looking at the schedule how detailed they have it like very rarely that you get a schedule that's detailed for fucking reserve drill weekend a regular drill weekend you do not it's like it doesn't happen. So like we we got we got all this information usually that you know senior NCOs get. They're giving us all this information all of a sudden. I'm like okay yeah you guys are trying to impress somebody. Like they gave us PowerPoint slides. This is like leadership. These are like leadership PowerPoint slides of what they need to fucking get on track with. You know this is shit that lower enlisted regular NCOs don't really see. You know. Uh, 
but now they're sending us these emails like oh look you know giving us this information that they usually don't give us i'm like yeah okay all right i know what's going on uh you guys are trying to show off for somebody which is fine but i'm looking at the schedule i'm just like this ain't gonna happen and if it does i'm about to be the i'm about to invoke my e4 e4 mafia you know spirit and i'm gonna sham the fuck out i ain't doing this dumb shit because i know they got shit playing on here that's like legit training but we don't have the resources to do any of this shit. They're going to try. It's going to be a fucking shit show. But, um, yeah. Just looking at this right now, what they got planned for us, the kind of shit that they think that we're going to do with the resources and, uh, yeah, the resources and space that we have available to us, it ain't going to happen. And it's for an MP. I've seen this shit a thousand times. All the shit they want us to do for, you know, training at a regular drill weekend. Like, nah. That shit's going to fall through. It ain't going to happen. So, I'm going to be fucking ghost, man. I'm going to dust off my dust off my brain here and get invoke my shamming spirit. Because I ain't doing this fucking dumb shit, man. I'm just going to go there and, you know, go there to collect my $300. Or tax after taxes, shit, big ta- fucking two fifty almost, maybe two fifty. Get my little bit of change and leave me the fuck alone, man. I ain't doing this dumb shit. Tell me something serious. Give me some real big shit to do. Some real training. Hey, I'm fucking down. Let's rock and roll. But doing this fucking dumb shit to impress people, nah, fuck that. It ain't that fucking serious, man. Um, yeah, so we got drill Saturday and Sunday, the eighth and ninth. Shit, man. So, yeah, I'm just going to finish up some laundry, get these clothes ready for drill. Talk to you guys a little bit, whoever the fuck's listening. Wash my car real quick, do a nice little maintenance wash, test out that soap, and then whatever. Fucking jerk off or something, I don't fucking know. Smoke a cigarette. Got my hair cut. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, I'm going to get my mind right before this drill and work out of a plan of attack. Try to go over some scenarios in my head. Try to not do any of this dumb shit. Try to figure out a way to be as lazy as possible. Because I know it's not going to be as easy just sitting in my car like usual when there's nothing to do or when I am when I get done with whatever I have to do with early. This is going to be a little more dynamic. I got to gotta reach into my old bag of tricks. Because it's been a while, been lucky. We haven't had stupid shit like this happen, but now it happens. It comes up, so I'm, I'm used to it. I just gotta remember my own lazy ways, my old bullshit ways to get out of this bullshit. I'll figure it. I'll figure something out. I don't get paid enough. Literally, I don't get paid enough to be doing this fucking half-ass dog and pony show shit anymore, dude. Just I fucking hate this dumb shit, dude. It's easy, but it's like, god damn it, dude. Just tell me when there's a deployment. And then, other than that, oh, let's leave me the fuck alone. That's why I wish they were doing the reserves, man. They'd save so much fucking money. I mean, yeah, it's a nice little residual income. You get a nice little chunk of change, you know, throughout the month. A couple hundred bucks if you're a specialist. You know. But, in the grand scheme of things, like, shit. Just let me know when the AT is, the annual training is. Just let us do the annual training, and then... You know, maybe one drill, maybe two drills a year. 
for admin shit. You know, maintenance drill or whatever. A couple drills throughout the year and an AT. And then, hey, fuck off. It saves so much fucking money. Because they're really, they're, they're almost wasting money having us come here for regular drills. At least for our, at least for our little ecosystem of the Army as a reservist, as an MP reservist. With the resources that we have, we can't really do any legit training for our MOS. Which it is what it is, you know. That's what the facilities are. That's what we have available to us. But that's what I'm saying. If that's the case, like, hey, don't have us come in every month. You save tens of thousands of dollars every month just by not having to pay us every month. Have us come in for admin, an admin drill. If we have to update the stupid bullshit we have to update for our paperwork and our, you know, our all of our uh, files and shit like that. Okay. Do that a couple times a year. Cool. And then do the annual training. Then that's it. Then call us when there's a deployment. And you need bodies or whatever. Or whenever our whole units has to go somewhere. Then uh, that's it. Fuck this dumb shit, man. Um Yeah. That's my little that's my little rant about the reserves. But overall, whatever, man. It's too fucking easy. It's too fucking easy overall. So I whatever. I just go there and collect my little bit of money. Do what I gotta do. And then you know, get ghost. Ain't gonna fucking find me. Twenty-five minutes, twenty-five, six minutes, whatever. It's it's music time. Let's see what we got here. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's skip ahead a couple songs here. See what kind of mood we're gonna be in today. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Slayer, okay. This is an old Slayer. This song is not readily popping up in my head. It's one of those, one of those whatever albums from Slayer from uh, Divine Intervention. Two minute, thirty second song. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'll give you guys a little bit of old school thrash. All right. Let's see this. What we got on here in iTunes. Pull it up here. Drag it out of the library. All right. Here we go. Slayer. The song is called Serenity and Murder. Off the album Divine Intervention. Alright. BRB. <laughs>
Hell yeah. That's a pretty good song, actually. Not a bad song. I don't really listen to that album very much. It's one of those in-between, whatever, Slayer album. It's not really a popular one, kind of. But, um, yeah, it was, it was a fun little song. I'm not, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Um, yeah. Shit gets away from you. You have a lot of songs in your library. Uh, let's see what we got here. Found this, uh, submission on Reddit here. Um, Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess we can get into it. Uh, here, here, here's the uh, opening title. Donating organs after death should be the standard, not even mandatory. Literally normal procedure. Donating organs after death should be standard, not even mandatory. Literally normal procedure. Okay, I get it. Um, let's see here what they had to say. Just like refusing to call an ambulance when someone is in need of a crime, refusing to give organs because your family members want your body to keep them should be a crime as well. There's people dying from lack of organs and saying... No, I want my son to not donate is walking in the hospital room with a dying guy and his family saying, no, I'd rather let you fucking die, ape. Like, okay, yeah. So basically saying, um, <laughs> yeah, basically saying if you don't want to donate, you're trying to just tell people flat out, like, I want you to die. Okay. Um, my sister's father died because the parents of his only potential heart donor were religious and said, nope, you can't go to heaven without all your organs. So yeah, he can die. I want to go to heaven. Duh. <laughs> How much I hope their cause of death implies losing an organ and be conscious long enough to realize they're not going to heaven. <laughs> um, can't think of a single reason one can't can't think of a single real reason one would rather have his perfectly functional organ buried oh god that was a mouthful it's a waste that kills people and religion should stay the fuck out of this all right so this guy is has an opinion because i guess a family member ish died because an organ donor was religious and said no for some dumbass shit. Yeah, um, I'm an organ donor. Um, I, I believe there's there's only one situation. I'll get to that later. Anyway, I think you should donate your organs because pretty much the same reason this motherfucker said it's like you don't fucking need them. Like really, like come on, dude. I don't, even if you are religious, and I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure. That there's not and something in the Bible how people who are overly religious like to, you know, quote the Bible and exacerbate and overcomplicate things and interpret things wildly and obnoxiously about the Bible, you know, to fit their own life. You know, same old shit, whatever. 
But even if you are religious and you are crazy about that shit, I don't think there's anything in the Bible that says you got to be buried with all your organs. I mean, shit, the Egyptians took them out when they got mummification going on. So I'm pretty sure nothing about Christianity says you got to cape all your organs to get accepted into heaven. Because uh, last time I checked, the soul is not a physical thing, if there is a soul. And isn't that what's, that, isn't that the thing that... Uh, only thing that matters for this whole religion, Christianity thing, is your soul. So, a soul is not a physical thing. You can't remove the soul. The soul leaves the body. You know, when you die and goes up to heaven or whatever's going on with the whole religion thing. So yeah, the soul could leave the body, but the organs can't. Is that what you're trying to say? And it's, and and people people these religious people are getting really weird about this fucking this uh life after death thing they it's like they they're, they're missing the point here one they're missing one major factor here and they say okay like oh you're gonna go to hell you're gonna burn in hell and it's eternal pain yada 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 i'm like okay if you believe that if that shit is real whatever that's no one's gonna know but let's just let's just look at it at a, a logical standpoint when you die religion or not but if you are religious you say you die and you want to go to heaven because it's peaceful, eternal peace and God's grace and God's kingdom, whatever, whatever the hell they say. And your spirit, your soul is going to go up there. But it's like, but you want someone to keep their organs, right? That's what they're saying for religious purposes to get into heaven, which is ridiculous. But anyway, let's say, okay, fine. I, I need my organs to get into heaven. No, you don't because your, your physical body is not going anywhere. People seem to forget that. They, they tech on all this shit about, you know, peace and pain in hell and like how how's how's hell gonna be painful you're, you're not physically going there it's not like when you die you you know you you walk you, you get in line and walk over to hell you walk in the doors of hell and it's you know you're gonna be getting you know raped or some shit and skinned alive or whatever it's not your physical body your physical body that you know that you've been alive with that knows pain sensory receptors and all that shit you're not that's that that vessel that that carcass isn't going to hell you're not going to feel anything if that's the case last time i checked your soul isn't the one who registers pain your soul is your essence right that's what that's what your soul is basically your soul is your your life force i guess your your eternal life force if you want to get into the spiritual realm of things but it's people think like 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 you're going to hell like you're going to die and you're going to be like, oh, well, let me pack my bags. I'm going to hell. So it's going to hurt. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> Your physical body is staying here on earth. Sorry. It's, it's staying here. So who gives a fuck what organs you got in your body? Because your body's not going. Like, you don't need a, a full set of lungs to get into heaven. I'm pretty sure that's not in the fucking Bible or in Christianity anywhere to where or any or any religion, I don't think. That, that you need your organs to get accepted. You need, you need a whole body to get to accepted into a heaven. So if that's the case, let's say, I'm just going to assume these people are fucking Christians that this guy was talking about in the post. So what, okay, what, what would happen if you're religious and you believe that you can't be an organ donor because if you donate your organs, you won't get into heaven. Okay, you want to be crazy and believe that? Okay, that's fine. So what happens when you die Let's say you die a crazy death. You lose an arm and then you die. All, all, let's say you're a crazy Christian, right? 
and your son or daughter, husband or wife, dies in war, lose their both their legs, and they bleed the fuck out, and they die on the battlefield or in a hospital. Are they not going to heaven because they're not? They don't have a whole body. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure your viewpoint will change on that. Or what if you die because, uh, you know, you die of murder and some some psycho killer removes your, your lungs or whatever and you were religious, you got murdered by somebody, you were a highly religious person, you got murdered, you believe in Jesus Christ and accepting him as your Lord and Savior and you die at the hands of a psycho fucking murderer and he removes some of your organs and your family believes that too. And so you die. Are you going to heaven or not? Because some guy took out your organs and God's going to say, oh, shit, dude, you don't have your lungs. Sorry, you're going to hell. I don't fucking think so. Or is it because they're going to justify it like, oh, he didn't he didn't choose to take his organs. They were taken from him. So he gets to go to heaven still. I don't think so, man. And so what? Let's say let's put it this way. Let's say you're overly religious and you believe you need all your organs to get in heaven and you die in the hospital. And they take out your fucking organs on their own. They don't ask you. They just do it. What if they made it a law? Tomorrow, they said, we don't give a fuck. You're fucking dead. You died in our hospital. You're taking your fucking organs. It is the law of the land. The United States unanimously chooses. Let's say tomorrow in the blink of an eye. Boom. That's the law. Democrats and Republicans both agreed on it and it went into effect immediately. So everyone who dies in an American hospital will have their organs removed if they're um, healthy enough to go up for uh, transplants and donations and whatever. So what, what's, what then? Nobody who's religious is going to heaven because their organs were taken. What are you going to do? Move out of the country? I don't fucking think so. Shut the fuck up, man. Wouldn't, what, what, oh fuck, I decide about this right now. Okay, so let's say you're overly religious and you believe um, in, you know, all the parts of the Bible, even the parts that you don't, you know, misconstrue and tailor to your life. Wouldn't a good Christian thing to do would be to give up your organs to your fellow man? What about that one? How about that scenario? How about that idea, motherfucker? You're overly religious, and you got one guy saying he was a crazy Christian freak. Uh, no, I'm not giving up my organs. I don't want my I don't want my dead family member to get out their organs because they're not gonna get into heaven. Shit, you know what you say to them? You say, well, if you were a real Christian and a good Christian, you'd want to help your fellow man, giving to those in need. I'm pretty sure that's some religious bullshit. Helping your fellow man, all that nonsense. All right, so then shouldn't you want to give your organs? shit the human body is just an earthly form isn't it my eternal spirit is what god wants i want my spirit and you know saved soul to go to heaven not my fucking liver so an overly religious person should be giving up their organs to their fellow man to help help out their fellow brother but hey you know what i'm just a logical thinker Let's, let's have that argument. That's a good argument. I just thought about that right now. That's pretty good. Someone who's early religious and is not an organ donor for religious purposes because they believe that you won't get into heaven 
If you don't have all your organs, okay, well, you're a piece of shit Christian then. Because you should give it up to someone else who needs it. Because your body is not going to heaven. Your physical human vessel of your soul is not going to heaven. The soul's going to heaven, right? That's that's how it works. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's just the soul that God wants. God wants your soul. You gave your soul to your, your Lord and Savior. I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. So, hey, I'm not religious. I just, you know, know the surface bullshit, I guess. But, hey, the soul isn't a physical thing as far as I know. Soul can't really be removed surgically. So once you die, your soul goes up to heaven or hell, according to these religious people. Your soul is the thing that's going. Your soul is the thing that uh, God or Satan wants. They don't want your fucking, you know, your spleen. Give that, give that to your fellow man. He might need it to to survive and be with his family and do all that other shit that Christians, you know, want for the world. But anyway, I'm done with that. Jesus, don't give up your organs because it's religious and you have to have all your organs to get into heaven. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. Shit, motherfucker. If you were a good Christian, you'd be like, hey, take everything. Take my fucking skin. Take my goddamn eyebrows. Take my fucking ears. Shit, take my fucking ball sack. Take everything. Help my fellow man. That's a good Christian, right? I would assume so. A real down-to-earth Christian, you know, so to speak, would be like, hey, take everything. I want to help my fellow man. I do not need this earthly form anymore. My soul is saved. I'm a good Christian. My soul is saved. That's all I care about. As long as my soul goes to heaven, that would be a good Christian thing to do, wouldn't it? But hey, I don't know. They, they, they like to, you know, trim and tailor the interpretation of God how they want. But yeah, we all know that. Let's say more craziness. Anyway, uh, 40, 40 something minutes. Yeah, we're done. Fuck it, man. I'm chilling. I need gotta, I gotta do some laundry, get the shit out of the dryer, fold it, clean the house a little bit so the house is a nice little zen experience when I come back home from this fucking drill weekend and wash this goddamn car, test out that new soap. Yeah, I'm done. All right, let's get some music. We're out of here. It's a short episode. You're welcome. All right, let's see what we got here. Skip ahead. Let's skip. A, let's skip ahead. Eleven. A little weird number. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Ooh, some more metal for you guys to end it out. It's going to be some nasty shit. It's going to be wild. So I'm going to tell you right now, turn it down a little bit, like right now, turn it down a little bit, um, and then you can adjust it. All right. It's gonna be some. It's gonna be some heavy shit, some nasty shit. All right, here we go. Yeah, we're done. What, how much time? Forty-five. Cool, perfect, man. Fifty-ish minutes should be. Yeah, we're good. All right, I'm out of here. Uh, here it is. The song is called "The Priest of Lechery," the band "A Night in Texas," the album "The God Delusion." All right. See you, motherfuckers, later. <laughs>